centuries, it remained a mystery to fathom the nature of light. What is light made of? Could the sphere of light be finite, infinite, or even instantaneous? Questions like this remained a nightmare to some of our deeply divided boffins of all time. But time, time came, and it just revealed how weird nature behaves. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it always feels amazing. It always feels refreshing. It always feels exciting to know that you are here, to know that you could join us today. And, you know, you are just looking forward to what you're going to learn today, right? You're just looking forward to what you're going to get out of the show today. And I'm also looking forward to the show. I'm really excited. As you surely have seen what we're discussing today, we are discussing the speed of light. And, you know, I can only assure you that by the end of this show, you're going to be surprised, you know. And even if you don't think about these things, but you, you're going to be surprised by people who really give these things a thought. Okay? You're going to be surprised by how weird actually nature behaves. Okay? That's what we're going to be speaking about today. My name is Andrew Falazzi, and I am your show host. So excited. Now, um, as you may have just heard, it's been for centuries, okay? It's been for centuries that it remained a mystery to fathom the nature of light, okay? It's been, it's been a mystery to really fathom the nature of light. And today, what we're actually going to be focusing on is the nature of light, but in a sense that we're speaking about the nature of the speed of light, okay? The nature of light, in a sense, that we're discussing the speed of light. Of course, there can be uh, uh, many aspects to the nature of light, like what really is light even made of, okay? What, in actual fact, is even light, you know? Those are some of the deepest questions that remained a nightmare, and... Answers to those questions could actually, as some have already, just revolutionize how we think of the universe or, you know, just reveal how weird nature can actually behave, you know. And, and I mean, you don't even have to ask these questions, <laughs> eh? Um, you know, science is for everyone, right? That's, that's what we always say. Science is for everybody. It's, it's very inclusive of everyone, right? You don't have to have a college degree in physics to really ask these questions. You don't have to have, you don't even have to be a scientist to ask these questions. Well, a lot of what we know could depend on our provenance of scientists, right? And that's because we want to know the truth, okay? We want to know uh, the objective truth. So a lot of what we know could depend on provenance of scientists, uh, uh, but it's for everybody, okay? It, it is for everyone. So it's okay to ask questions like these, 
you know and 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 from that fact science is not only about the astronomy the physics of the universe neurology is science okay your doctors that treat you uh, are that science okay so the very same principles that are used in 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 your medicine in in your biology are the very same principles that are used in the science of understanding the universe okay so it's okay to ask these questions the only problem comes when you wanna uh, a curve the objective truth of science to to conform or to, to you know to to be accommodative to your own beliefs and and values and stuff okay so 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 the only problem comes when you do not ask these questions because you want to know the truth right you want to learn something new but the problem comes when you want to just ask these questions because you want to make your point you know you want to accommodate your or comfort your 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 beliefs of that right we, we don't want to be people like that but we want to be people who uh, yearn for knowledge who want to understand our natural world uh, so thank you so much for being here today a big cheer to you for that um, I mean you're gonna be surprised um, we're gonna be discussing on uh, bef- and, and remember we are on a quest okay to understand what some of the deepest discoveries that were made by I cannot speak now but um, 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 we want to be discussing uh, we want to quest to understand some of the deep discoveries that were made by Albert Einstein okay so before we do that there's 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 a foundation that we need to build on okay uh, uh, some of that foundation includes understanding the nature of light in such a way that we understand the speed of light okay so we're gonna be speaking about the speed of light um, what is speed? What is speed? Like, what are we speaking about when we're speaking about speed? Uh, actually, you, you could even heard a lot of people using the word speed and velocity interchangeably, okay? And that's okay. But when you start to view nature with the lens of physics, you now start to see that there's actually a difference between them, between speed and between velocity. That's what we're going to be understanding we're going to be understanding some experiments that were performed by our ancestors in the past all the way back to your 1600s to your 1500s we're going to be understanding that um, you know your kaleo your 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 roma so we're going to have a great show and you just want to be here right after this we'll be back Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM. Right, so let's a time travel to back in time to your 1600s, to your 1700s, and maybe even way back to your 1500s, right? And by the way, did you know that the laws of physics actually say time traveling is possible? Did you know that? So, so 
we just have not been able to time travel because um, so think of it like this you know there's what's possible in the laws of physics okay there's what's possible in the the theory okay in 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 their theoretical science right there's what's possible there and there's what's within reach in what our experimentalists can do okay or in 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 what our engineers can do uh did you get that yeah so so we could say um um as as maybe in in, in theoretical science we could say uh if if you can reach the speed of light then you're going to be able to time travel okay or if you can try to move roughly at speeds that are close to the speed of light then time travel is going to be possible for you we could say that but we we we, we, we and, and you know that could be met that says this is possible but you know we don't really now yet have uh the necessary equipment for uh, uh making us move with the speed of light okay so the laws of physics could say um it's possible to actually time travel but then uh, um um we're obviously gonna need uh, uh equipment you know tools that are gonna be able to make us time travel and we don't have those yet so so a point there was that the laws of physics the laws of mathematics and physics do approve of time travel but we just don't have uh tools yet to do the time travel okay so so yeah now now let's travel right <laughs> uh let's travel all the way back in time to your your 1600s to your 1700s and these are the times of uh, very popular scientists that are known, uh, your, you know, your Galileo, uh, your Cassini, your, 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 your Kepler, okay? And around these times, you then find these people who, who, who are pondering on some of the deepest questions of the universe, right? And they are asking, uh, what is light, okay? They're asking, what is the speed of light? Some of them say um, the speed of light is instantaneous. Okay, <laughs> so 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 if if and and that seemed pretty fair because you know um, a good example for that is is when you turn on your your light in in your room, it does not look like light took a few seconds to move from your bulb to the furthest point in your room, right? It, it does not look like that. But the moment you turn on your light, your room it looks like, you know, in, in, in that instant, then your light was filled with, with light, right? Isn't it like that? It looks like that. So, so you go all the way back in time, you find your scientists like uh, Aristotle, you know, who, who said, um, the speed of light is, in, is instantaneous. <laughs> it's it's instantaneous. It's it's like that. The moment is emitted from 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 a light source, then then that's the moment it it reaches the furthest point. You know, that's the moment um, um it reaches. Like the moment you turn on your bulb in your room, um, that's the same moment it 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 fills the whole room. It's instantaneous, right? But now we know that the speed of light is actually finite. Okay, it's a constant. The speed of light is, um, 
it's 300 million meters per second you know and 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 why do you see speed of light or why do you, you your room gets filled with light that fast it's because the speed of light is pretty fast you know it's really fast it's it's really fast 300 million meters per second can you believe that that's like 300,000 uh, uh, kilometers per hour so that's really fast and by that we mean and, and we're gonna be speaking about speed now by that we mean if we say the speed of light is 300 million meters per second we mean in one second light travels 300 million meters in two seconds do you want to guess that come on guess it in two seconds light moved 600 million meters that's what we mean by by saying light is, is you know the, the speed of light is approximately uh, uh 300 million meters per second that's that's actually what we mean so 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 a good question to ask now would be what is speed right now when you look in your speedometer right um in in your car um and and we're going to be defining the speed of light depending on how we measure it or from how we measure the speed of light in other words uh the units that are used to, to actually measure the speed of light and you find that um in a lot of cars uh on your speedometer the units that are used to, to measure the speed of light is uh units like um kilometers per hour okay kilometers per hour so or miles per hour mph okay or km slash h so 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 if if we're gonna say you are traveling at um 100 kilometers per hour what we mean we mean in one hour you 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 would have traveled uh 100 kilometers okay that's what we mean by 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 the speed of light if if we say kilometers per hour we mean um if, if you're going to be traveling at 100 kilometers per hour um, at a certain point in time that simply means in one hour you would have traveled 100 kilometers okay in two hours you would have traveled two uh, 200 kilometers okay that's what the speed of light means uh, i mean the speed of light but that's what we mean by by speed okay so you see very two important qualities of the speed okay it's what it's time and it's the distance you see that that's actually even how we calculate the speed of light it's time not the speed of light but that's how we calculate the speed you know it's time and it's distance right if we're gonna say kilometers per hour then what did we mean kilometers that's a unit we use to measure distance right in other words space that you've covered amount of space that you've moved of the small space that you've covered but if you're gonna say time then that's the unit that we use to measure time so now we find two important qualities of the speed right which are same for the velocity and it's what it's space and time right in other words it's just distance and time very two important uh, qualities of the speed when you speak about speed that's what matters it's it's how how how, how uh, what distance did you move or that what distance did you cover in what time Okay, that's what we use to measure 
uh, that's what we use to 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 speak about speed. Okay, so it's pretty much the same thing with velocity. Velocity is that uh, the only difference when we speak about the velocity is that um, velocity has a direction. Okay, so this is like uh, that if if I'm gonna say your velocity is three miles per hour west, that's what velocity is. Okay, uh, you have a direction, but the speed is just speed. We don't care about your direction. We just want to know that you're moving at three miles per hour. So that's what speed is, and velocity has a direction. Okay, so 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 here in the past, then we having these people who are thinking and and pondering on some of the deepest questions about the nature of light, and you know, as uh, uh, some of them like your Aristotle, they they speaking about the speed of light should be instantaneous. You know, you have you then have some like your 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 your, your Cassini and Kepler, uh, who who think no no um, Aristotle, you're wrong. The speed of light is not instantaneous. The speed of light is what? The speed of light is, is, is infinite. <laughs> they thought the speed of light is literally infinite. Okay? And it was pretty fair. It was pretty fair. But then you had those that opposed the idea of an infinite speed of light. Okay? Your, your Galileo. They opposed the idea of an infinite speed of light. And Galileo was like, no, you guys, the speed of light is not infinite nor instantaneous. But the speed of light is finite. So Galileo did not just say these, but he actually performed experiments to measure the speed of light. And, and you know, you might even be asking yourself, like, what's wrong with these people? In 1500s, in the year 1642, you're going to be thinking about the speed of light? Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, is, 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 you're weird. There's something wrong with you. How, how do you do that when you don't even have light bulbs? When you don't even have, when you don't even have, you know, um, um, I don't know, your light sources. How do you think of the speed of light when you don't, when you only, the only thing that you know that has, is a source of light is just fire. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just fire. That's, that's what you know. So this tells us that, you know, not everybody thought about these things, but people who thought about these things were really deeply separated. You know, they, they were really deeply um, 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 divided. So in 1642, um, there comes Galileo, and he's like, no, you guys, no Aristotle, no you Kepler, no you Cassini. Um, the speed of light is not instantaneous, and it's not infinite, but it's finite, and I'm going to prove that to you. This is what I'm going to do. So we're going to be speaking uh, uh, about some of the experiments that Galileo did and whether they actually were, uh, uh, said the speed of light is finite. And what we mean by, the, by saying the speed of light is finite? Um, um, if we say the speed of light is finite, we mean it's not infinite, okay? I mean, if you speak about something that's infinite, it has no beginning and it has no end, okay? That's what an infinite thing means. It's, it's, it's continuous. It's forever and forever and forever. It's like that, okay? But but when you speak about something that's finite, three is a finite number, okay? Four, that's a finite number. So so him saying the speed of light is finite, he meant that the speed of light is an actual number, okay? Maybe it's five miles per hour, three miles per hour, you know, that's what he meant. Those who say the speed of light is instantaneous, they meant that it has got no speed, it's not finite, it's not infinite. It's 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 just boom, like that, you know? No time, it's just there, right? <laughs> so, so, so then Galileo says, "No, you guys, um, we actually have a finite 
nature of the speed of light and i'm going to prove that to you so here's a beautiful gem we are the light is that not ironous you speak we are the light uh, right after this we'll be speaking more about some of the experiments that were performed to prove that the speed of light is finite enjoy Shine brighter, 
We are the light. It was just playing on a radio station that is Active FM. Thank you so much for still being here. If you are here, it means you are really loving what we're speaking about. And I want to believe that you've learned quite a lot, right? You've learned quite a lot about the nature of the light, right? The nature of light. And of course, we're speaking about the nature of light in a sense that we're discussing the speed of light, right? Uh, my name is Andrew Falazzi, and I'm so excited to be a show host today. And, you know, if you've just scrolled over to this point after this beautiful gem, we are the light. I mean, you might just want to go back to the beginning and really hear what we discussed, right? Some fascinating facts about the speed of light. We've learned about um, what is velocity, you know, what is the speed, what are the differences. A lot of times these two words are used interchangeably, right? But when you start to observe the natural world in the lens of physics, you start to see that there's an actual difference between these, right? What do you say speed is? Speed is we, we, we just want to know how fast you're going, okay? We don't really care where you're going. We just want to know how fast you're going. We don't really want to know um, um, where you're going, okay? <laughs> well, it's not good to have speed then, <laughs> right? Because we want to know how fast you're going, but where you're going at the same time, right? So when you're speaking about speed, it's just how fast you're going. I'm going at three miles per hour. That's, that, that's enough for me to know your speed, okay? But when we speak about velocity... It's how fast you're going, in what direction, okay? So my advice is just have velocity, okay? <laughs> have velocity, don't have speed, right? So those are the two differences. The speed is how fast you're going, but the, the, the velocity is how fast you're going in what direction, okay? So I'd be going at five miles per hour uh, west, okay? Or, or at to the uh, active FM, okay? So that's what velocity is. We spoke about that. And, I mean, we traveled all the way back in time. We spoke about, you know, um, uh, uh, some of really deep questions that your your boffins, like Galileo, like your Aristotle, uh, uh, you know, uh, really deep questions that they they, they asked about the, the speed of light. You find Aristotle saying, uh, you guys, um, you guys, there's no way the speed of light is going to be infinite. The speed of light is instantaneous okay what do you mean the speed of light is, is infinite it has to be instantaneous right well you're gonna speak about the speed of light is infinite do you see the speed of light moving i mean do you see light moving if you're gonna tell me it's, it's, it's finite or infinite hey that's what aristotle says but then you know uh your your, your kepler your cassini these were deeply um advocates of an infinite speed of light right but then you have got Galileo, right? And some others as well. I believe that there were plenty of them who argued, who engaged in these conversations. You've got Galileo. And he's like, you guys don't really know what you're talking about. Because the speed of light is finite. And I'm going to prove that to you. Okay? And so we discussed what that really means. If I'm going to say the speed of light is finite, it means it, means it has a certain number. Okay? And these are really just the basics of... You know, you know, where, where Albert Einstein built on, where your, you know, great scientists of all time built upon. And we've got to get there. Okay, but today, we just want to focus on the speed of, the speed of light, okay? Cool. Now, now, Galileo, 1564 to 1642, comes and says, um, uh, uh, the speed of light is finite. Okay? The speed of light is not infinite. Is finite, okay? He, he says, he says, and I'm going to show you that. 
So this is what he does, okay? This is what he does. He has two of his friends or two people, right? Maybe he was the one involved there. But I'm just, you know, sort of uh, giving a structure or, or, or an explanation, right? Rephrasing, whatever that means, of, of how he did his experiment. So he has two people and he separates them with a certain distance, okay? With a certain distance. Uh, maybe he placed another one in a certain mountain and another one in a certain mountain and he knew he knew the distance that they were separated by okay maybe it was five miles maybe it was 10 miles but so he places two people uh, 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 in two different points and he knows the distance between them okay uh, they were like at a very reasonable distance uh, uh, from each other because the speed of light is really really fast and so he's like he's like he, he says to the other one he's like okay you hold a torch okay you hold some sort of source of light okay and you're gonna turn on that torch and um, the the other person that's on the other side or at a certain distance you basically gonna tell us when you saw that torch okay <laughs> did, did you get that so he's like he's like he places them in two different distances away from each other and the other one is holding a some sort of a light some sort of a light source right it's a torch or anything right and and he's like okay you're gonna turn on this torch at a certain time and you the other one you're gonna tell us when did you see the light okay and if you see the light you give us some sort of a sign okay so he does that and and i mean if you know really how to calculate the velocity of something, um, uh, you we, we did say that you need time and you need what? You need distance, okay? So if you know the distance between them and you know the time, the other person is going to receive the, 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 the light, right? In other words, the time, if I turn on the, the light source and, 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 and depending on how long it took the other person to say, hey, I'm seeing your light. Right, you then do some sort of mathematics and and you calculate the velocity. Okay, so that's pretty much what he did. I hope you really get what we mean because we because we did say that when you want to calculate the velocity, you 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 basically need to have what time and distance. Okay, you travel at a certain distance by this amount of time. We can calculate your velocity there. Right, that's what we said. How do you measure velocity? Kilometers per hour. Right, uh, miles per hour. So it's distance and time. So you need those two things to calculate velocity. So that's basically what Galileo did. Place two people with a certain known distance apart from each other, and the other one is holding a light uh, source. Right, you you turn on your light source, and the, you basically want to see how long did it take the other person to say, "Hey, I've seen I've seen light. I've seen light from you." And depending on the time, you know, you know the distance. Plug in numbers in a formula, and you get the distance, right? So, so I mean, because the speed of light is pretty fast, like it's really fast. And by this time, these people did not know that. The speed of light is really fast. Because of that, Galileo could not get an accurate measure of the speed of light. Hey, I mean, there's, there's a lot of errors that we can speak about. Um, the speed of light is really fast. And obviously, the other person did not respond uh, uh, exactly at the time that they saw the light. Okay, I mean, the light is pretty fast. I mean, I mean, they probably responded after seconds or, or stuff, right? Hey, I saw the light. So there's a pretty huge error there, okay? So you know what Galileo did? Galileo could not give an accurate measurement of the speed of light. But what the answer that he gave was inconclusive, okay? So what we mean by that, we mean the answer that he gave, he was like... Um, the speed of light should be greater than 300 kilometers per second. 
That's what he said. He was like, speed of light, it should be greater than 300 kilometers per second. I mean, 300 kilometers per second compared to the speed of light that we know now, that's like 300 million meters per second. So, huge error there, okay? But then in 1676, you then have somebody who comes to the picture, you know, a few years later from Galileo's experiment, and, and you've got somebody who comes into the picture, and, you know, he builds upon what, um, he builds upon what Galileo uh, uh, said, right? But then his experiment was a bit, um, you know, it was a bit more accurate, okay? He did not come up with a good estimate of the speed of light, but it was much better and much closer to, to, to the accurate value of the speed of light. Uh, his name is, is, is Ruma, or Laus Ruma, O-L-A-U-S, uh, Ruma, R-O-E-M-E-R, 1676, okay? So this is what he did. Now, stars, uh, uh, the positions of stars, the moons of Jupiter, you know, they were known by by, by this time. And so what he did was to, to say, you know, so, so they already knew how the solar system is, okay? So you've got the sun in the middle, and then you've got the planets, and, and, and the moons of planet Jupiter were known, okay? So planet Jupiter has moons around it that orbit it. So, I mean, if we're observing uh, planet Jupiter from Earth, okay? Listen to me carefully. If you're observing planet Jupiter from Earth with a good telescope, um, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, to, to, to actually observe it. Uh, if you see it from, from Earth, right, because it has got moons, there will, and, 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 and as you would know, how do moons move around the planet? Moons orbit a planet, right? It's, it's likewise, our moon orbits around Earth, okay? It orbits around Earth each month, okay? It makes one revolution around Earth each month, okay? So, so uh, it, it's the same thing that applies to other planets, okay? They've got their moons, just that other planets have got so many moons, right? We've got just one moon. Jupiter has, I don't know, more than 70 known moons now. Uh, but this scientist was focused on one moon of Jupiter, okay? And and you might want to agree that when you're observing Jupiter from Earth, because the moons orbit Jupiter, sometimes they're going to come in front of the planet, you're going to see them. Sometimes they're going to go behind the planet, right? Behind Jupiter, okay? And they come again on the other side. Remember, we're observing them from Earth, okay? So they come again from the other side. They go in front of the moon of Jupiter, they go behind Jupiter, they come again, you know, they go behind, they come again, they go behind. That's what we see when we're on Earth, okay? So he used that, the scientist, and and, and, and he used the other fact that um, 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 Earth basically moves around the sun, okay? It basically moves around the sun. In other words, at some points in time, Earth gets closer to planet Jupiter, and at some point in time, it gets further away from planet Jupiter, okay? So, so he used the motion of the Earth around the Sun and the motion of uh, one of the moons of Jupiter around Jupiter. And this is what he said. He said, okay, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Galileo could not come up with an accurate one because the speed of light is pretty fast, and there were a lot of errors, okay? Because, you know, the distance and stuff, so there were a lot of errors. And he was like, um, um, okay, um, um, because Jupiter is pretty far away from us, then we might just get an accurate answer because, you know, um, light is really fast, but Jupiter is also far away from us, okay? So so it might give us a bit of an accurate answer. So he was like, okay, now, this is what's going to happen. Because Earth moves around the sun, and at some point it gets close to Jupiter, and at some point it gets further away from Jupiter. He said, if we get close to Jupiter, 
by the time we approach Jupiter and we're getting closer to we're getting closer to Jupiter, you know, every every day we're getting closer to Jupiter every day. Then, then light from the moon of Jupiter must take a short distance to reach us. But as we go further away from Jupiter, right? So um, 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 we'd go close to Jupiter in certain months. And after six months, we'd go away from Jupiter, right? Depending on how we move away from uh, around the sun. He was like, if we move closer to Jupiter, I'm going to measure the light at the time that it took light from moving on, on Jupiter's moon to us. We know that it has to become shorter. The time has to become shorter and shorter, right? Because we are approaching Jupiter. He says, but when we move away from Jupiter, then the, the, the time the light is going to take from Jupiter's moon to reach us, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a longer time for the light to reach us, right? Do you get that? We move close to Jupiter, light travels a short distance to reach us. We move further away from Jupiter, light takes a longer distance to reach us, okay? So he dotted down the times. He wrote them down, did some mathematics, you could actually even see his experiment online on, on the, meta, the mathematics that he did, you know, the geometry that he did, angles and stuff like that. And he came up with um, uh, uh, the speed of light, right? Uh, he dotted out those times, you know, in separate occasions, right? Obviously, we move towards 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 uh, Jupiter uh, uh, much more, you know, uh, obviously, I mean, there's going to be in consecutive times and and you have to do it's a long time those he took a long time and and you know he, he did some mathematics and he came with an answer but unfortunately it was not accurate as well right it was not really accurate but it was good okay it, it was not that perfect but it was good and then after him in 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 1848 you do have other scientists as well like your your physio right um, um in 1862 you do have um, um, other scientists as well that did much more accurate predictions, okay, and we're not going to cover that today because of time. Um, probably in next week we'll, we'll 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 cover on the experiments that they did to measure the speed of light. But you know, that's pretty much what it is. And and years later, you find people like Maxwell, who 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 find the speed of light, not even knowing that they calculated the speed of light. So so it's like you are working on 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 something, and and likely you find. That you measure the speed of light because they were dealing with, with magnets, you know, magnets and electricity and stuff, uh, calculating some things there, and 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 uh, just in the middle of nowhere, um, there was the speed of light. They didn't even know that, but there it was. So a lot of people contributed to you know the measurement of the speed of light um, separately on separate occasions in separate centuries and separate years, and and I mean, uh, and now we know the speed of light is three hundred million meters. A second um, um, how beautiful that is we, we know that and and ne next we're going to be speaking about how weird that is actually you know um, I'm like the speed of light is constant what does that mean and stuff like that but I'm hoping that you enjoyed the show today um, right after this we'll be closing reactive being reactive is being a people of reaction, people of change, being a movement of young people. It's not just a band, it's not just good music or inspiring words, it's not just catchy, it's life changing.
out on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And apparently we have just reached the end of the Void Show. Um, it, it's really not always a good time to, to you know, uh, be at, at this point. But yeah, I mean, we hear every week. So, so today we've learned quite a lot about the nature of light, the nature of the speed of light. We know what is speed now. We know what is velocity. Um, we know some of the experiments that were performed, right, to measure the speed of light. We know them, hey. Um, what do we know again? We know, we know, we know scientists that you know some of the popular scientists that are involved there. Um, um, uh, we know what qualities of speed or velocity right we would know that we need time and uh, time and distance time and space to to measure what to to measure velocity and and in the future you're going to see that um because velocity or because this speed has got everything to do with with space and time right i mean you need time and space you need time and distance to measure velocity right because of that we're going to see that because of that you can actually time travel in the laws of physics, obviously, there's what's within reach in what our engineers can do, you know, the tools and stuff. But you're going to see that because of that, you can time travel. Because of that, you know, the universe behaves very weird. Uh, things, uh, we're going to get to that. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed the show today. And I mean, all the love from Active FM. Um, I'll be definitely seeing you next week, same place. Have a fascinating week. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.